Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash profaneargument, or click the Audible link on our website, profaneargument.com. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPad, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Monday, October 30th, 2017. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Uh, This week on the podcast, we will be talking about some news on sexual assault cases and Trump's cavalcade of losers. (laughs) I don't know. I just came up with that (laughs) phrase, but... (laughs) Did you invent it? (laughs) But first, a follow-up. Actually, first, Happy Halloween. Oh. Well, thanks. Well, thank you. Is that tomorrow, though? Yeah. It is tomorrow, but, you know, we're kind of messed up because of Halloween. We're kind of messed up because of uh, going out of town. Speaking of which, uh, we probably won't have a show next week because I think we're getting back very, well, late enough on on Tuesday again. So it's just not going to What global adventure are you guys going on this week? (laughs) Uh, This week is BlizzCon out of Anaheim, California. Isn't it great that I have kids in the house? (laughs) <laughs> right, Ian? <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> They're going to BlizzCon. I'm going to Puke Tornado 2017. Hey, this is completely <laughs> off topic of this show, but you did say Happy Halloween. Ian, did you watch the David S. Pumpkins animated special? I haven't had time yet. Uh, Again, I lucky me. <laughs> uh, I just didn't. Uh, actually, I mostly chose not to make time. I don't have access to network television so i have to wait for it to become no longer live on sunday and sunday i chose to spend watching football Mm. i also don't even know what to expect i didn't know it was animated i didn't know it was 30 minutes long and then what what came on after that is it just a standard one hour halloween clip show yes it was that's all it was okay nothing to write home i heard that i heard that that was happening how how was it was it is it definitely worth seeing i watched five minutes of it and I was like, I'm not sure who this is for. I mean, I clearly did not love David S. Pumpkins as much as Ian did. Yeah. <laughs> he was a true. big supporter of him. I was like, this is dumb. I don't get it. But I understand it's a cultural thing. So I started watching it. And I was like, it's not really. It's kind of like for kids, sort of, because the jokes are lame. And it's the jokes were <laughs> definitely not aimed for adults. And then David S. Pumpkins shows up and he's just really weird. And I'm like, what kid is going to get this? Because it's just odd. And then I was like, I shut it off and I like fast forwarded it to the end to see what happens. And there was singing and I was like, I'm done. I don't need to see this. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm sure I will look into it. The, the uh, you know, disjointed nature of it does seem odd, but I've really been into their, they're, they're added a level of weirdness to their sketches, which I have found appealing. I don't know if you remember that sketch where it was, Keenan was like a member of like a SWAT team and he kept looking in a window and it just kept being stranger and stranger <laughs> things. It was like two yeah, guys doing was a, sketch a backpack on the fashion show. <laughs> so was David Pumpkins. I mean, that's why I yeah, enjoyed but this it initially. Is not that this is not okay. like that. This is not. This is not. This as is good like as a callback a... to the like an old eighties uh, Halloween cartoon for kids, which is great. Okay, and everything like that. But again, it's like it seems like it's for kids in the beginning, and then David as Pumpkins shows up, and you're like, this this would actually spook me out if I was a kid. The way he keeps talking and shit. <laughs> okay, hmm. so I, I shouldn't go in expecting a. 
A black well, woman other, wearing a zoot thing, suit Ian. snacking on a giant gummy bear. I was, yeah, no, it's not that kind of weird. And again, I missed a big chunk of the middle, but uh, <laughs> that's true. I was talking to somebody about it and I was like, I don't understand it. I don't know why they're going to, why anybody would think this is funny. And they go, well, Ian smokes a lot of weed. And I was like, oh yeah, he's going to love it. <laughs> he's going to totally, love this. <laughs> it's a totally reasonable amount. <laughs> Well, compared to this person who smokes no weed, you smoke a lot of weed. Right. I was going to say, I'm, I'm like twice a month. That's not, I don't think that's an outrageous amount. Oh, we just assumed it was every Saturday around 1125 you started. No, the, it, it's not always new. I travel to State College once a month to see these guys. You know, inevitably there'll be another uh, outing that will that will occur. So it really, it's only about twice a month when it when Saturday Night Live is new. When Saturday Night Live isn't on. It, it kind of drops off the radar. Okay. <laughs> so what's going on in the news? <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to start with a follow-up. Uh, Kim Davis is in the news once again. A judge has ruled, the same judge, as it turns out, David Bunning, the U.S. District Judge, has ruled again that the Commonwealth of Kentucky is liable for the plaintiff's attorney fees, the ACLU attorney fees, which come to about $225,000, she is liable for, and therefore the Commonwealth is liable for, because they are the ones that employed her, and it was their decision to uh, to support her. Mm. So, uh, at most, the third party's defendants have simply and improperly re-argued matters that have previously been decided, <laughs> is what the judge statement said. Oh, so they appealed and didn't come up with a new argument? Yeah, pretty much. They appealed and said, uh, yeah, we don't want to pay. Oh, well, that's not quite enough. Yeah. <laughs> and the judge is like, you got, you brought nothing new, so you got to pay? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. By the way, I had a personal bet with myself that Kim would be wearing the blue shirt in whatever picture they were showing. And I guess what? I won. <laughs> <laughs> there, or I'm sorry, that green shirt. I guess that's like a bluish green. Yeah. What is Peel. the deal with that shirt? I am fascinated by the fact that she's always wearing it. Because That's her publicity she, shirt now. Well, it, also, she's a very lumpy woman, and she's found this shirt that covers the lumps in a, in a way that she is satisfied with, and it's the only one she can find, so that she just keeps wearing it. So it's like Kevin Smith when he was wearing the same hockey jersey, jersey yeah. over and over again? <laughs> yeah. In fairness, I think Kevin Smith had like 20 of those. But <laughs> right, but they all look the same. <laughs> right. Well, she might have 20 of these. She has found the shirt that she thinks she looks best in, and she bought a whole bunch of them. You sure it's not some kind of crazy religious thing we're not aware of? Uh, like it's a Jesus well, now that you or say something? that, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure, but, but boy, that's obscure if it is. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, just wanted to mention that because she's in the news again. Yeah. On to na international news, <laughs> this shouldn't be that big of a surprise for many people, but in Pakistan, death to blasphemers, uh, as a phrase, has been increasing as a political rallying cry. <laughs> So there there was a guy, a 23-year-old, who was beaten to death. Uh, we mentioned him, Mashal Khan. We mentioned him previously. He was beaten to death under rumors that he blasphemed against Islam. So the state is now paying to have police stand guard over his grave because people have threatened to uh, to desecrate his corpse. Oh, lovely. And all his entire family is under police protection. And uh, right there alongside that news, there is a political party that is using death to blasphemers as a chant amongst their supporters and won by a 7.6 margin in the uh, most recent elections in the town where that guy was killed. 
But oh, hey, you know, Islam is a religion of peace. Does Pakistan have nukes? <laughs> yes. Yes, Pakistan does have nuclear weapons. <laughs> yep. Pakistan and India both do, and they hate each other. It's great. Well, yeah, I know that. And then they all hate Bangladesh. But <laughs> Yeah. It's very interesting. Maybe the I, I can't believe what I'm scared this is going to happen in our country one day. Not soon, but maybe, depending on how things shake out. Mm. I just can't get over how stupid people are. <laughs> just like they're going to kill somebody over this. And not only that, but his family is being threatened. And even after he's dead, his body isn't safe. I mean, you have to be I mean, fucking dumb, right? This, there can't be one smart person in this bunch who's like, hey, let's go desecrate that 23-year-old kid's grave. Yeah. <laughs> That's what God I, wants. I was going to say, I heard from someone else who heard from someone else that one time he said something bad about Muhammad. Oh, yeah. let's go piss on his corpse. <laughs> <laughs> well, did he actually say that? Doesn't matter. That's you think what any I love rocket scientists were running out there doing that? <laughs> no. Well, this, this is what happens when you get a religion-run state. I mean, this is a predominantly re- religious Islamic country, and it, it could happen with any religion. I mean, hell, um, this country has had issues. Right. Or any any sort of, you know, isolated state-run sort of thing. I mean, it, mm. it, I forget what I was watching where they were telling me a little bit about North Korea, and mm. a North Korean woman's like, what, what are you guys talking about? Hating <laughs> you is, is, you know, we're schooled to hate you from day one. My elementary class, our math problems are... You know, if you have five American bastards and you kill three American bastards, how many American bastards are left? Right. And I was like, that can't be. And she's like, no, that, that, it's legit. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's um heavy. That I understand. I mean, they don't have access. <laughs> no, I mean, it- <laughs> because they, they don't have any access to the outside world. But as far as I know, Pakistan is not curbing like internet use like North Korea is and shit not like that. Not nearly as much, yeah. And it's just that all the millions of years of evolution that humans have had. Mm. And still, they're like, let's go kill this guy over Muhammad or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I don't know exactly what he said or did, this kid. I forget. But whatever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's like dogs do that kind of shit. Oh, God. Did I just make a racist statement now? (laughs) Possibly. Mm. (laughs) Unintentionally. Unintentionally. Well, it goes dead. It's the same thing with Christians, too, and they're fucking bullshit. So, oh, yeah. It's, a, it's across the board. I just can't believe how, I just can't believe there's not one person in that group going, this is dumb. What are we doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, well, I have to imagine there's there's one or, you know, a small, a smaller portion. But in that state, I don't think that it's very popular to uh, speak out because as soon as you do, well, are you blaspheming, too? Okay. Mm. Throw you on the pile. Yes, right. if my life was on the line, I'd be like, yes, let's go piss on his grave. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Just follow the map. Up, <laughs> oh, I, I got a pot of water on. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I just looked it up is because I was curious. The literacy rate, we were talking about them limiting internet access. In something in a big city like Islamabad, the literacy rate is, is pretty high. But you go out into uh, the more rural districts, literacy rate around 28%. Wow. Mm. So, in a way, they are limiting yeah. their people from getting outside news because they don't have the education that would allow them to understand what else is going on. And that's actually the key. The key is always education. Educate people to the world around them and educate and introduce them to other people and other cultures. And you don't have shit like this happening. And that's what makes me crazy about what's happening in, in the United States. Limiting, you know, education of American kids, any kids anywhere. If you limit them, you automatically are holding back your entire society for the next or, whole or next generation. Or teaching kids that scientists are evil people. 
Right. Yeah. Or they're elites. Those elitist scientists. And is there any group that is holding people back education wise from being educated who aren't religious? Like we know Scientology holds kids back and just teaches them Scientology Mm. and they get away with it because they're religion. We know a lot of people homeschool because of their religion and keep them away from science facts. I mean, is there any group that restricts education because they're secular or not? Maybe not because they're secular, but they aren't religious. Not that I, don't I know, know of any. No, not that I know of. The only ones that would come to mind would be just circumstantially unable to provide education. You know, sure. primitive cultures living in a jungle somewhere. There's not much option. <laughs> sure. I meant I meant specifically in the U.S., which okay. hopefully that isn't the case anywhere yeah. in the U.S. I, I don't know. I hear Mississippi's pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Canada, I mean, up in Alaska, I'm sure there's some people up there that don't have um, a school local, but it, their local school district knows about them because they're paying their taxes and they're doing homeschooling over the internet. So, no, probably not. It's Religion is the antithesis of education. And don't worry, we're going to be sending workers up to Alaska soon anyway, because fuck those forests up there and shit. Right. There's oil to be drilled. Oh, God. Thanks, Scott Pruitt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to him in a little later. <laughs> uh, so, moving on to Portugal. This was just astounded me in Portugal. But then again, I've got another one later that's astounded me more. In Portugal, there was a woman who was beaten by her ex husband uh the guy had a bat that was spiked with nails he assaulted his ex-wife what's that he's a walking dead fan Mm. yeah he assaulted his ex-wife in the street and he received a sentence of 15 months suspended and a fine of 1750 euros which is about two thousand dollars for beating his ex-wife with a bat ex-wife and not that that makes a difference but yeah yes (laughs) ex-wife so a lot of people came out and were protesting because a suspended sentence, so he's not even going to jail, and the fine really wasn't... I mean, it was extremely lenient. Yeah. In the ruling, the judges expressed some understanding for the attacker because a woman's adultery is a very serious offense against a man's honor and dignity. They noted that the Bible says an adulterous woman should be punished to death and cited an 1800s Portuguese law that gave only symbolic sentences to men who killed their wives for for suspected adultery. Wow. This is in modern day Portugal. Right. All right. A couple things. <laughs> Portugal. See, was, Portugal was disappointing before this, <laughs> but now I'm, I'm even more so. Secondly, what we thought was not relevant before now seems even more relevant. She's your ex-wife. It's not adultery anymore. Right. <laughs> Although, I can't say that I seem to remember sometime back around 92 that there was a gentleman in this country who got to drive over to his ex-wife's house, stab her and her boyfriend to death, drive mm-hmm. away with his best friend in a white Ford Bronco, and got <laughs> zero jail time. Yeah, but he was a f- he was famous. He was a football player. I mean, maybe, this, that- maybe this dude's a football player. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is also rich, yeah. and it's more of an oligarchy yeah, I problem. I don't know yeah, what if kind he's of- rich, it makes perfect sense. If he's not, what the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, oh, it's t- sad because t- it's funny because it's sad. <laughs> well, the judges, the judge explained exactly what it was. It was, you know, according to the Bible, a woman's adultery is a very serious offense, and the 1886 Portuguese law um, actually provided that he could have killed her. I mean, this is. This is old classic stuff. This is this is old classic women are the property of their of their husbands or ex-husbands in this case. Well, if I've learned anything living in the United States, it's that people who 
lived two to three hundred years ago were clearly smarter than people who live now. (laughs) (laughs) What? The Founding Fathers, they could do no wrong. Oh, right. (laughs) Because if I needed medical advice, I would not go to a doctor, a modern day doctor. I'd try to find a doctor for 300 years ago (laughs) and see what he thought I should do. (laughs) Leeches. Yeah. (laughs) Leeches. (laughs) These fucking constitutionalists. Go fuck yourself. And go fuck yourself, Portugal. (laughs) It does does say that the woman could appeal to Portugal's higher court. So hopefully somebody further up will go, what? However, the the Superior Magistrates Council, an oversight body, uh, said that it had taken note of the criticism from uh, from public opinion. However, it said that the courts are independent and it could not intervene when faced with, quote, archaic, Mm -hmm. inappropriate or unfortunate comments. Well, sure, they can't do anything until the court, until the case comes before them, I would anticipate. So, oh, no, this is a council, an oversight body. No, I think they should actually say something. They may not have the power to intervene, sure. But at least they they kind of recognize the situation yeah. as it is. But Archaic, it's, inappropriate, It seems like they're so. recognizing it only because of the protests. Mm, sure. Guess we got to <laughs> say something. Yeah. <laughs> Some better news, and we talked about this last time, over in New Zealand, the Prime Minister that we spoke of, uh, Jacinda Ardern, she is now the Prime Minister. She has been sworn in, which is kind of a misuse of that phrase, because she replaced the word swear in her swearing in with solemnly, sincerely, and truly declare and affirm. She went full up atheist in it. Cool. Yes, yes she did. And is swear- Swearing's a religious term? Well, swearing on the Bible, yes. Oh, okay. And she did not have a holy Bible. Uh, Apparently, 14 ministers and undersecretaries who took the affirmation of allegiance instead of swearing on a Bible. Oh, wow. So she's got a whole solid crew with her. Yeah, it seems like. Nice. Good on her. So I think New Zealand is, is, you know, pleasant, like um, Australia, but without all the things that are trying to kill you, the only downside to New Zealand, I think, I think is um, earthquakes. Constant earthquakes? <laughs> Constant earthquakes, yeah. I, think, I, I, say, I, think, I think Christchurch is having an earthquake right now, and if not, <laughs> they will in about 10 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's really constant. <laughs> yeah, that's no good there. No I don't way know. Now. John Oliver did a bit on Australia last night. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, because their gay marriage thing is up for a vote, and there's a lot of people in Australia who are not down with that. Oh, true, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me guys ask you a thought experiment real quick. Uh-oh. I've often thought about how I would handle this situation. Say one of you got accused of murder, right? And it went mm-hmm. to trial. And the evidence... You were innocent. You're absolutely innocent. But the the evidence around everything just makes you look super fucking guilty, hmm. right? Like, this 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 trial is very, very important for you, obviously, because, you know, you're, you could go to jail or get executed. But it's, you know, it's not going to lean heavy in your way. <clears throat> and you go to court and they ask you to swear on the Bible. Now, mm. if you if you take your atheist stance and say, well, I'm an atheist, I'm not swearing on the Bible, you know this might hurt you and s- some people in the jury and like even your lawyer saying like, look, just fucking put your hand on the Bible. <laughs> would you do it? Would I Would I put my hand would- on the Bible and swear? Yeah. Me? Well, I know your answer. <laughs> I was going to say, if anybody listen to the show, I would compromise my morals for just about any reason. Yeah, I knew, I knew, I knew Ian's answer. <laughs> well, I find I find the the example difficult though, because I mean, it, it it would have to be circumstantial. If there's actual evidence, you actually did it. So, well, I'm just saying, whatever. It just yeah. the it, they have a lot of evidence or suspected Sorry. evidence against you that makes you look guilty. 
Yeah. It's not open and closed. Let me put it this way. Hmm. I was going to reserve my answer to last because I'm, well, one, I'm curious what Karen's going to say, but <laughs> I guess I, I, I can go ahead and say, though, the last time I was in court, it was for a judge's decision. The judge, and it was a, 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 between myself and my ex-wife. Actually, never mind. It wasn't the last time I was <laughs> in court. But in any case... So it was completely the judge's decision, and uh, I, I didn't then. So, uh, so they had they brought up a Bible and had me, you know, said place your hand in the Bible, and I basically said that you know I'm I'm not Christian. I will affirm that my testimony is true, and so they they had me do that instead. Right. Um, so I would assume I would think that that pressure would not change my mind. And you can just say I, I I'm I'm not Christian and leave it at that. So a Bible doesn't really work for me. Right. Why do you want me yeah. to swear on this book? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't have to go into the whole, I don't believe in your God at all. <gasps> <laughs> so Karen, you're saying you wouldn't do it either? No, I wouldn't. You're both going to jail for life. <laughs> <laughs> I will endeavor to keep myself out of those circumstances. <laughs> I, I I probably lean more towards what Ian said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so weak. Well, there is the, I mean, there is an argument for just not rocking the boat in that situation. Sure. I, I, I don't mean, know if it if was a traffic violation thing or something, you know, something yeah. where I knew my, my life or my, you know, well, my life is not on the line. Yeah. Right. It was a decision for me at the time. The reason I bring it up, because I thought about at the time, like when I went up there and they were walking the Bible toward me, I'm like, oh, mm, crap. crap. <laughs> if this judge is super religious... Like, would that would that lean him, you know, not in my favor? Mm. Gives you an auto appeal, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, if anything's mm-hmm. said. If he doesn't say anything and just rules against me because, then the world would never right. know. <laughs> I'd like to think that I that I that I wouldn't, but you know, in the face of the circumstances, I don't know that I'd be able to not knuckle under because it doesn't actually hurt me to to make that to do that action. Yeah, true. Whereas the circumstances, whereas the act of doing it might. So, true enough. Maybe. It's like getting baptized. Would it do anything to me? No. I'm going to not do it, but in actual fact, it it, it doesn't do anything. So, I I don't really care. Did you have anything else, Ian? Oh, it's just in another another thing that went in the pro column of New Zealand, despite all the earthquakes. (laughs) Over there, if you have an objection, you can uh, freely assault your politician with a dildo. (laughs) <laughs> and receive no no jail time. Yeah. Well, apparently what I learned on John Oliver last night is that if you want to grab a politician and, and headbutt him as hard as possible, you can do that and not go to jail. <laughs> That's true. I guess, I guess it, that if you're running against someone and you choose to body slam them through a podium, <laughs> you will still win the election. Well, this was what? Yeah. That was Tony Blair and the guy had a, uh, a LGBT support kind of mm-hmm. thing on his shirt or jacket or something. And he, he saw Tony Blair and just decided he was going to headbutt him. And when they asked him about it, he was like, oh, that had the, the anti-LGBT thing had nothing to do with it. I just saw Tony Blair and thought, thought he should <laughs> he deserved a headbutt. <laughs> And I saw that same guy in the Jim Jeffries show, and they they followed up, and they're like, "Would you do it again?" He's like, "Probably." <laughs> he had some cool names to it. They had, they listed them last night. I forget them all, but it was really weird. I think his name was like DJ Funk Knuckle or something. <laughs> I think that's suspicious. right. Super suspicious. Uh, so moving on, I'm going to move on to uh, Texas. It's the only state store I have tonight, but uh, I thought it was amusing. In a high school parking lot, they the, the school had uh, three flags, and I can't really see them very clearly. I believe the one is the Texas flag. 
of course, the American flag, and they had a Christian flag. If you don't know what a Christian flag looks like, it's uh, basically solid white with a blue square in the corner with a red cross on it. And not like a red cross, red cross, but a actual Latin cross. Right. Not one of those atheist crosses. Right. <laughs> what about the peace cross? <laughs> So uh, there was a complaint about the Christian cross or the Christian flag being flown at the school. And they were told that the school was told they needed to take it down. In support of the flag, dozens of kids at the school decided to put the flags on their cars and to display the, the flags wherever they could, you know, in the, on their own private personal property, that sort of thing. And uh, they... Uh, <laughs> Asked, well, what was, you know, what was the response from atheists because of the students' outcry? Uh, nothing. Because nobody cares if you fly a flag on your own property. Right. Property. On right. your, <laughs> on your car, on your property. That's fine. It's your right to do so. It's when the school uses tax money to put up a Christian flag or any other religious flag. That's the problem. What kind right. of kids are into that shit? Yeah. <laughs> Really? What? what is going on, millennials? Come on. In Texas? <laughs> yeah, even in Texas. Oh, Come you're on. crazy. I... There's Austin, and then there's Texas. Oh. <laughs> True. You mean like in Pennsylvania, there's Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, and Oklahoma in the middle? Yeah. <laughs> Pennsylvania, yeah. See, now this isn't in the article, this is just my guess, is that some some kid was telling this story to like a youth group leader or a pastor, and then that pastor decided, I'm going to mention this in front of all the kids, mm -hmm. and hand out flags or stickers or inspire them in some way to go sure. and, and be outspoken because i've seen that happen growing up right in and they're still uh they're still just kids as soon as you know influential guy x gets quarterback to do it yeah everybody will do it yeah i oh, sure yeah, i mean I, I mean we do come from a different generation and generation x we were like fuck <laughs> you fuck your flag you know we wouldn't do anything <laughs> that we were told to do right well that's how you get the nickname Gen X. Yeah. <laughs> lots and lots of apathy. I can't wait till Ian's son comes home from preschool with a Christian flag. <laughs> a little tiny one. Uh, things to do. Fight Jared. <laughs> Go kids. Fly your flag if you want. We don't care. Oh, yeah, kids. I'm not, say I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but I mean, really? Come on. Yeah, don't I'm be late. I do wonder if they really care. I'm, I get my own background i would think that it's not them that it's coming from somebody else who was more offended and thought they could use their sway over kids to uh to make a difference but this is a high school right yes yeah that's the thing that's blowing my mind i thought high school kids were way more rebellious yeah well i remember this i mean this to them initially looked a little bit like a rebellion somebody told them they couldn't put a flag well fuck them i'm gonna mm, wear my all right, flag. you got a point there yeah, yeah. i didn't see it from that angle <laughs> but Hopefully somebody will explain to them the difference between personal flag wearing and flagpole, flag hanging by the, by the school. Well, do you Maybe think they're upset that the atheists are not throwing a fit over them putting it on their car? They're like, Probably. oh, check this out. And they're like, we don't have a problem with that. And they're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I imagine it's more along the lines of, see, they're quiet now. We won. Ha <laughs> ha. We're the winners. No, don't, unless you take the one off the flagpole, you're still going to get sued. That's how this, this works. What were you going to ask me, Ian? Oh, I didn't know if I had, if you were just mocking me, or if I had told you about the 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 quiet increase behind the scenes of of. No, that's why I brought it up. You, at yeah, because you told us, you told us <laughs> that last week. 
So I was just waiting for the priest to come out and hand the little flags out to the kids. Yeah, little no. tiny ones on toothpicks, Ian. I'm not talking like walking in with a big yeah, one. Yeah, no, no, it was fine because I, I had a weird, a weird like go around with my father-in-law about the same subject because mm. I think he was just messing with me. Like he had to have been because it didn't make sense to me because – I, I was like, you know, I, they're doing this, and then they're they're you know singing like these weird praise songs, and they're saying grace be- between uh, you know before every every snack and every meal. And he's like, oh, I think that's a good thing. I said, y- y- you do, <laughs> yeah. And then he he was and then but there were other coworkers there, and and the one was like, well, wait a minute, we've discussed this, and he, she's like, do, do you believe in Jesus? He's like, no. He's like, do do you believe in heaven or hell? And he's like, no. He's like, do you believe in the Bible? And he's like, no. And I'm like, so you don't believe in any components of religion? But you believe in religion and you support saying grace? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I don't see why not. And I was like, you understand ah, it's a religious thing. No, <laughs> brain pulsing. <laughs> I guess if it was grace where like the kid thanked you and your wife for providing sure. the food. <laughs> sure. If they're saying it to the farmers, I support that. Sure. Fuck the farmers. You bought it. <laughs> yeah, but they, they, they made it available for me. I'm not going to go grow it on my own. <laughs> I guess. I mean, okay, yeah, if you want to take it all the way down the line. Yeah. It's not like these farmers are giving the shit out for free. And anywhere on the line, I would have accepted that. Grocers. Sure. Anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, I would have been down with that, too. He's saying grace to the stove because the stove enabled you to cook the food. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the person that right. built the stove. Maybe oh, it's convenient okay. to cook it. Well, Praise be to I was going to say, I'm not sending <laughs> hot food with a three-year-old to school. That's just dangerous. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I'm going to get on to uh, national news. The Republicans. I don't know if, yeah, yeah because of the news, great day today. the news cycle, <laughs> they did. But before that, um, I don't know if you saw this, but they did pass the House, pass the bill to limit uh, abortions to 20 weeks. Yes. That sounds... I. I think I read about this here, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah we, I think, did we talk about this already? Possibly. No, it hasn't gone any any farther than that. The Senate hasn't done anything. We may have. But mm. the there's a new bill that the House Republicans are putting together, Steve King in particular, known as the Heartbeat Protection Act of 2017. <laughs> they now want to, just like we said, if they get one pass, they're going to go for mm. another six-week abortion ban. Wow. Wow. I did hear that, but I was like, that can't be real. It's absolutely real. Now, it hasn't come to a vote yet, and it will likely not pass because of the the backlash that they would be facing. However, he's pushing for it, and the article in Newsweek specifically says that this six weeks would be basically before a lot of women even know they're pregnant. Like, it's just, it's an astounding law that you can only get an abortion before you know you're pregnant. (laughs) And I mean, this is just... Shame on King for being impatient. Mm. Like, you've got 20. Now, the next thing you do is you go back through the informational pamphlet you were handed. You see what happens Mm. around 18 weeks. You make that sound really important. Mm. And you make the next bill 18 weeks. And then you keep repeat the process until you're down to six. You don't jump from 20 to six. That is outrageous. I'm offended (laughs) that you would think you could do that. Steve King's that tremendous asshole that keeps repeatedly saying awful things about black people, right? Um, he's, he's a Republican, so yeah. Sure. I was gonna say, color me not surprised, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I believe you. He he said something on CNN one time about like what accomplishments of black people done, <laughs> something oh, wow. to that effect. Like, but he, I think he was more or less alluding like white people have made all the accomplishments. <laughs> 
I could be wrong. Could be a different Steve King, or I could be getting the name messed up. Well, he is definitely famous for the statement of blacks and Hispanic populations will be fighting each other. Kind of discriminatory comments, but uh, I don't know about that one in particular. Wow. But what he did say after trying to push this through, or get it get it started at least, is, I mean, somebody commented on how this would immediately go into the courts because it's a violation of Roe versus Wade. His comment was, by the time we march this thing down to the Supreme Court, the faces on the bench will be different. We just don't know how much different, but I'm optimistic. (laughs) So his plan is to wait until Trump can get a couple more uh, judicial appointments on the Supreme Mm. Court and then weaken Roe versus Wade and get his six-week bill through. Stay strong, Ginsburg. Stay strong. Yeah. Well, she said recently, I'm going to stay here as long as I can. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> There's a great video that I saw today from my nemesis, Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> <laughs> he did so little to you to be a nemesis. He was so fucking rude to me, Karen. It's ridiculous. No, he is a jerk off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, I, but I support his causes. It was about abortions and just talking about like the actual science behind it when it's actually a person. And then like he gets so frustrated and merely goes, look, you don't know what you're fucking talking about. Uh. <laughs> he didn't say he doesn't drop the F word, but uh, he's just like, you fundamentally do not understand what you're saying. <laughs> And I was like, go, Nemesis, go. I will still hate you to this day, (laughs) to my dying breath. Uh, I will support you and continue to hate you. (laughs) I don't hate you, but the story, well, that's kind of believable. I don't doubt Jared's story. No. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So I want to move on to uh, another big news that's been going on with the whole Weinstein allegations. All the other sexual assault allegations going on. The first thing I wanted to get to was actually Weinstein. So there's an actress by the name of Asia Argento. She is Italian. And she has, after the Weinstein stuff started coming out, she told her story. And her story is pretty bad. One of the worst, I would say. But she was basically forced, not forced, but coerced into a sexual encounter with Weinstein. And she relayed this information and has since encountered nothing but abuse. Living in Italy, uh, she has got a lot of flack because she was coming out with this story. And they, they're basically saying, look, it's not his fault that you prostituted yourself to advance your career. Ooh. Um, so she's getting a whole bunch of flack but well just saying it's not being rape it's the same as uh taking a boss's advances in order to uh make your career um and yeah relating it to prostitution and not associating it with sexual assault wow so she has since moved to germany because of the amount of fallout she's getting yeah sure wait i'm confused by this story she's saying that he approached her and she willingly had sex with him she acquiesced (laughs) <laughs> so she 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 buckled. She's like, okay, fine, I'll I'll fuck you, and maybe this will get my get me farther in my career. Did it work? Because I've never heard of her. Yeah, I don't <laughs> have the details, the you know the complete gross details uh, mm-hmm. down. But basically, yeah, she was put in a position. She gave in. She did what he had asked. And um, one of one of the opinion writers in the Italian paper, the Italian press, wrote that. To first give it away and then whine and fake regret. Hmm. 
And she's getting all sorts of abuse now in Italy because that's basically where a lot of the people are coming from now. They're thinking that she's kind of just making up the story, trying to join in and say that she was a victim. They're putting quotes around victim uh, as well and uh, saying that it was it was her fault. And since she agreed, she doesn't uh, she doesn't deserve to be taken seriously like the other people who are accusing Weinstein of sexual abuse. I mean, she I mean, I'm not saying what happened to her is great, but it's certainly not as bad as like what happened to Annabella Shiora. Did you hear her story today? No, I did not. Uh, she, uh, she uh, you might not remember. She was on Sopranos for a while and um, she's been in movies and stuff like that. She's a very pretty woman. Mm. I don't really remember her acting ability, but she told the story about uh, she, he walked her to her house and then she closed the door and then he knocked back on the door again and she answered it and he pushed his way in and he just straight up raped her. Oh, hmm. I mean, it's hard for me to feel bad for this woman as much as I feel bad for other people. Well, I think not to say that it's any better or worse, but uh, I, I mean, I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> not to say that it's any better or worse, but I've already wanked one is worse. Well, yes. I mean, if I had <laughs> to choose, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's such a hard thing to say. Like, you well, know, I know she willingly did it, but not really willingly. Not willingly. It, it, it equals not willingly. I mean, if she, if she did it so she didn't get punched in the face. Is she then a complicit? No. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the whole situation. Look, I'm walking a fine line here, Karen. <laughs> I'm pushing you back a bit. Yeah, it's a sketchy line. <laughs> I think the whole situation is because of all the other stuff around Weinstein. We know that he has put women in this position quite right. often. Uh, I don't see how you could look at any of even if the woman went in and said, "Look, I hear that this is what you got to do, so this is what I'm here to do," and just went into his hotel room with that uh, with that mindset. I, I still think he's to blame. <laughs> I still. Oh, I'm not. Oh no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying she's to blame. Hmm. I was not saying that. Okay. I was just saying on a scale of who I'm going to comfort quicker <laughs> in this situation, it's going to be Annabelle. <laughs> hmm. Well, I, I think it actually is I think more – my take more out of this is um, the, the reaction to her. Italy – the Italians still have a mach, machismo, machismo mm. thing going on. So I think it's part of that. Yeah, I was going to say Italy or yeah. after this show is I will call it Portugal Senior. Good job, <laughs> Italy. God, I hate Italians. Yeah. Oh, I, w I don't know about hating Italians. Come on. Damn, um, man. And I thought what I said well, was bad. <laughs> what did you say? I, I don't know. I, I don't know did what you? I said, but it seemed like oh, everybody were, was mad at me. <laughs> you, you, were, you were giving sexual assault a sliding scale of ho-hum oh, to violently raped, and we were kind of shocked. I, all I'm saying is if they were both put into a room and I just found out the two stories, I'd go comfort Annabelle quicker. <laughs> I'd be oh. like, hey... Italian chick whose name I can't remember anymore. <laughs> I'm Gento. really sorry about what happened to you. That sucks. Now let me go comfort the rape victim. <laughs> right. I guess. I guess all I was saying is generally I'm racist towards Italians because I think that they are full of themselves and I'm tired of it. Mm. Well, are you they talking are about not... actual Italians or American Italians? Uh, more more B than A. All right. Italians. Yeah. They live sure. in Italy. They can. Yeah, that's fine. They can do what they want. I mean, clearly <laughs> they are uh, pretty douchey there too. Apparently, it doesn't. Doesn't get too thinned out across the ocean, but is it a coincidence that it's a exceedingly Italian, uh, a Christian Catholic, uh, Catholic <laughs> country? 
Well, I think it does. I think that does lead to a high level of misogyny. So along with this, Argento, uh, she has said that Italy is far behind the rest of the world in its view of women. Uh, Her ex publicly has questioned her story. So Mm. he's saying the story may not really be real or she's embellishing. And a writer for Quartz, Annalisa Morelli, points out that rape was only classified as a crime in 1996 in Italy. Holy shit. What? It was previously considered an offense against common decency. Uh, given the same level of uh, punishment as peeing in public or public display of nudity. So Italy is a little bit behind in the whole misogyny thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that free love, though, man. I thought they were, like, Mm -hmm. above us and that kind of shit. No. Apparently not. Honor killings was even a thing in Italy until 1981. Murders of women considered to be honor killings came with extremely reduced sentences. Wow. You guys are blowing my mind, yeah. my uh-huh. vision of Italy. I thought yeah, it was like all say. relaxed and chill, man, and everybody liked each other, and everybody was nice. Not that I want well, to uh, really not. back up uh, Ian's claim of I hate I Italians. Say, well, 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 <laughs> look whose irrational hatred is a little less irrational. <laughs> It's pretty reasonable, actually. Yeah. Well, again, it's it's a highly religious country. I mean, the Catholics are really, really good at putting women in their place. I'm using air quotes. You can't see them. Yeah, I believe I I kind of <laughs> heard you. I I heard all the other things that they're really, really good at. Yeah. Abusing women, abusing children. Mm. God. So I also want to point out, I heard this from uh, somebody who actually, who does listen to the show, said that there's a distinct difference in Southern Italy and Northern Italy, and honor crimes Mm. used to be more prevalent in Southern Italy. Apparently, the difference between is how far the U.S. got uh, in World War II. So Hmm. the U.S. landed and started going north, and when they, I think it was north, I think the southern part was what was quote-unquote freed, uh, but also where all the damage was done during the war. So there's a little bit of a distinction between North Italy and Southern Italy, and there's a a lot of hostility between them. I mean, not like Civil War hostility, but like if something is made, if there's a piece of clothing that's made in South Italy, people in North Italy won't buy it. A company actually has to open open a factory in North Italy if they want to sell in northern Italy, because okay. so it's a uh, so that's a little more than even the South hating the North around here. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. One last thing about Asia Argento is she has an arm tattoo that is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah that is a, that is a cool tattoo. Yeah. Huh. Most of her tattoos are kind of glorious. Yeah. Yeah. You know of her, Ian? You've seen her yeah, before? I have. What the hell is she in that I would know? Uh, have you ever seen a horror movie? <laughs> She's in all of them. Oh, that's okay. it. Is she in Stranger Things? I don't believe so. Is she the demigorgon? Not the, not, no, <laughs> she was. No. She was not in the in the Stranger Things, but she was. I uh, heard she was in Triple X. That's the only thing that I. Oh God. Yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> She's losing a lot of cred with me. Yeah, no, no. I'm not saying that that you should go see her movies. I'm just saying that that I have heard of her. I used to be courting a woman that was a fan of her, so hmm. I was exposed to more Asia Argento than I would normally expect. Hmm. There you go. Yeah, I didn't she really didn't. know her either, but I uh, from one of the articles I heard that she was in Triple uh, X with what's his name? <laughs> I, Vin Diesel. That's him. Yep. <laughs> and she hangs out with Anthony Bourdain evidently too. Huh? Mm, he seems nice. 
Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't seem nice. He seems interesting. <laughs> yeah. We'd probably get along with him as long as we could both drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to hit this as well. This came out just today, I believe. Uh, Kevin, Spacey, Kevin Spacey's ordeal. He didn't have a good day today. No. So Anthony Rapp, who is an actor, he's in uh, Star Trek Discovery. When he was 14, uh, his claim is that Kevin Spacey... I don't know, sexually made a sexual advance toward him. Um, I well, it was more than that from what I heard. I didn't I didn't actually get to see what Rap's story was. Oh, he uh Kevin Spacey like like approached Laid him down on top of him? Yeah, he like scooped him up like like a groom grabs a bride and then like threw him down on a bed or something and got on top of him. That's what Anthony Rapp said. Okay. <laughs> I did see uh Kevin Spacey's response which basically was Holy crap, that was 30 years ago. Uh, if I actually did that, I'm sorry. I didn't, uh, I, you know, that's not... Uh, I, so he basically said he didn't He didn't deny it, but he denied mm-hmm. knowing about it. And he uh, apologized and said, yes, if I if I did that, uh, you know, I can't believe... Sorry about that. I was probably drunk. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it's cool because I'm gay. Yeah, that part. Yeah. Well, well, he said, I owe him this most, the sincerest apology from what would have been deeply inappropriate drunken behavior. And I'm sorry for the feelings he describes having carried with him all these years. It was a word filled apology. And <laughs> but I yeah, then he went on to. So yeah. the news has been that he's trying to use his, his, or well, he's trying to just one, maybe he's trying to distract by saying, Oh, and I'm coming out as a gay man at the, the same time that I'm apologizing. Another thing says, that well, he's he's saying just trying to explain the situation by saying I'm gay, and that's causing people to think, oh, well, yeah, because gay people are all pedophiles. So obviously, you're going to attack a 14 year old. Yeah, I've seen that angle being taken on a few new shows. But see, yeah. here's my thing: if he were to have not said that, and he and he would have just said, you know, maybe that happened, maybe I was drunk, I don't remember it, and I'm sorry. What would the response have been if he hadn't? Claim that came out and said that he was gay. People are like, dude, are you gay? Yeah, that would probably have been the first question. I, I the way I looked at it, there was no way he was using the gay thing as an excuse. He was just saying, look, the cat's kind of out of the bag already, right? You know, so that's exactly how I see it. I don't think and he was real, trying listen, to shield himself by saying I'm I'm gay. So let's get let me get the LGBT group behind me because I'm gay. I don't think that's what he was trying to do. And not to mention, nobody's. I, as far as I could tell in the news sources I saw, nobody's going like, you know, talking about the gay part. They're just saying, oh, in addition, he also mentioned this. And then they go back to talking about the, the story. And I mean, I'm not defending Kevin Spacey, but he could have easily, easily been like, that's absolutely not true. Right. And that could have been the end of it. Mm. Like, no, like, there's no way to prove this. He never had to say he was gay. So in a way, I mean, his apology is, is I don't know, it's it's better than what I've seen out of other people. I'm kind of holding judgment until um, to see if other people come out of the woodwork. I mean, if this was, you know, one drunken, oops, he's 14, shit, what have I done? Or is this a pattern of behavior? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true, too. If something else comes out tomorrow or anything like that. I mean, remember, uh, what's his name? Ryan Singer, yeah. the director. He could, I, I never heard anything else about that. He must have got off on that, That's right? true. I never For heard having, anything else about that. He was screwing around with 16-year-olds. And then according to uh, Corey Feldman, this is a common thing. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, but no. again- as like, you know, like between Bill Cosby, our own fucking president, mm-hmm. and Harvey Weinstein, they're all like, no, none of it is true. 
It's all bullshit. No, that I don't believe. Right. No, so for Kevin Spacey to be like, shit, man, that could have happened. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you but know, and again, if, if more, I, yeah, like I said, I'm withholding my judgment. Not that that's worth anything, but it's my judgment <laughs> on um, if somebody else comes out of the woodwork. Now, it's interesting. The one article you linked, though, because um, Seth MacFarlane made a joke about Kevin Spacey. Yes. Yes. So like 12 years ago. On Family Guy, there was a clip where Stewie comes running through. It looks like a department store or a mall. Uh, yeah, it's like a it's the court. Yeah, like a court of a mall. Yeah, yeah. and he's screaming, "Help! I've escaped from Kevin Spacey's basement. Help me!" Huh. Which is a little. Sure. That's a little <laughs> disturbing. That's a little weird. Why? Where did that come from? Now it could just be Kevin Spacey has played some really creepy characters. Maybe that's what it was in reference to. I don't know. Um, mm. It's it's really hard to say. I assumed because, one, the rumor about Kevin Spacey being gay has been bandied about Hollywood for a long time, and he's always denied it. And also, the character of Stewie is clearly gay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes. So I don't know if that was the connection. And you're right. He has played some creepy-ass roles. But Stewie's a baby. You can't – anyway. (laughs) Yeah, but he talks, Karen. It's it's a cartoon. Uh, yeah. I do find it it's partially disturbing though because at the same time when McFarlane what was he hosting? He was hosting the Oscars, I think. He uh he was talking about Right, made that Weinstein joke. Yeah, yeah. he made the Weinstein joke to the uh best supporting actress. It said uh, <laughs> you ladies no longer have to pretend you're attracted to Harvey Weinstein because you've made it. Right. And again, that you could that could be taken as you no longer have to, you know, pretend that you're attracted to this, well, that's, this powerful I, I think man. That's what, yeah. that's what drew the attention to this Kevin mm. Spacey joke, like, right. is this another coincidence, or is he two for two? <laughs> right. Should we go back and, and analyze all the rest of the Family Guy jokes and see who else in Hollywood he's quietly calling out? Yeah, uh-huh. Or or is Seth MacFarlane some kind of soothsayer? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best, but I think that's the least likely. Yeah. I love how each one of these things comes back to him. <laughs> when, uh, when he was asked about that statement at the Oscars, he... His his response was, make no mistake, this came from a place of loathing and anger. I mean, that's okay. Mm-hmm. He knew, I mean. Oh, yeah. He came out and said it was intentional. He said, yeah. he, he and he named the person at some time. He said, I'm really good friends with actress, you know, woman I'm not familiar with. And, and you know, she said that she had had an incident with him and, and I did that to, to call him out. Right. Mm. So he he said this back in the day when, when 2013. Okay. Oh, that's not that's not back that many days ago, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's 4 years. Well, it was an open secret in Hollywood, right. yeah. which means it was something that everybody knew and not a secret. Which is the worst right. part of the whole thing. But again, to like a person like me, like in 2013, if I see that or hear that joke, my automatic response would be like, "Well, yeah, I guess like you got to kiss his ass or whatever and pretend that, you know what I'm saying? Like I would never have gone like, I wonder if he raped all these women." Yeah. Or made I also them love watch it again. I brought, into a pot. Yeah. Yeah. And I brought this up last week. It says here Weinstein apologized for past behavior to colleagues, but denies any allegations of non consexual sex, i.e., rape. <laughs> yeah. But what he considers rape and what the women consider rape, probably two different things. Actually, I thought it was more what your money considers to be rape and what your money considers being non-consexual sex. Sure. It's funny that I was talking to my mother about this last night and she said about how, you know, this is nothing new for Hollywood. The the rumor of the casting couch was – has always been a thing. Right. Yeah. So where do we actually take the blame back to? And did Harvey Weinstein go into movies because of the casting couch rumors and he knew he could get away with it? Ah. 
<laughs> well, listen, I've heard that he was a, a in in addition to all the horrible things that he did to women, that he was a total nutcase. That he punched his own brother in the face one time in front of a bunch of people in a meeting. Yep. You know, I've seen characters based on him in other shows where he's a, a total nut job and tries to kill people. You know, he's not a good person no. either way. Uh, but he went Definitely. for like a week's worth of therapy, so we're all good now. <laughs> a week's worth of therapy after a also, lifetime. Also, on a side of- note, I hate it when people call him Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that all the time. It offends your Jewish history. <laughs> It's just stupid. It's the same thing like it's a Bruce Springsteen or Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I don't know. What's the what's the defining an E in the end? Steen is no E. St- Stein is an E. I don't know. Uh, I've no. I I have a family friend whose last name is Weinstein, hmm. and so whenever I hear Stein, I'm like, why do they keep saying it that way? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. All right. Everything else that I have has to do with Trump. <laughs> Bring it on. So hopefully (laughs) you're ready to talk about Trump. I have a first few things that are fairly light. First, uh, as of yesterday, I believe. No, as of six days ago, Donald Trump has gone longer than anyone without a science advisor. This shouldn't be surprising to anyone. However, uh, the next longest person to go without a science advisor was George W., the, the the butt grabber? No, 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 no. His son. <laughs> oh, W. W. Not H-Dub. W. Not H-Dub, yeah. right. Uh, Did you guys hear about that story? Oh, my God. We'll get to that, <laughs> Holy crap. We'll get to that in a second. Okay, sorry. Well, I guess it's yeah, – never mind. I guess it is related to the other uh, – all the yeah. other sexual stuff. But just real quick, George W. Bush was the person who had gone the longest – uh, without a science advisor, George H. W. Bush was the th- is now the third longest without a science advisor, and the fourth was Reagan. As it turns out, <laughs> the Democrats are pretty quick to get a science advisor. Yeah, I was gonna say there's something they all have in common. Yeah. What hmm. is <laughs> Clinton and Obama both had appointed a science advisor by December of the year they were elected, so before they were in the presidency. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Do you think we'll ever see one? No. Probably, with yeah. Trump? I, I seriously doubt we would ever see a science advisor with Trump. No. Or if there oh. is, it'll be Pat Robertson. A f- yeah, fake science. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly who it'll be. I'm very upset in this article, too, that they used a picture of Trump using his glasses to look at the eclipse as opposed to the one where he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Or that science make, advisor. Yeah. yeah, that you would need a science advisor. Who's, yeah. who's editing this page? Come on. <laughs> Uh, so that was uh, that was the first thing on Trump is pretty light. But yes, I do want to, I've completely forgot. I wanted to hit on uh, George H.W. Herbert Walker Bush. <laughs> he also has been accused of sexual conduct, imp- inappropriate sexual conduct with women. And it's so somehow it's the worst and the best. It's the funniest. I'll give him that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the phrase was, but apparently he would use a I'm joke. I'm trying to look it up. <laughs> he, was, he would use a joke. Uh, the big magician. You know who my favorite magician is? Mm-hmm. David Copperfield. And then he would pat them on the bottom. <laughs> He's got to be have dementia right now, right? <laughs> From his wheelchair. This is what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be dementia. <laughs> Wait, it's happening now? Yes! yes. Now! <laughs> oh, I thought we were referencing back when he was the president. No. No. This is current. <laughs> oh. Oh, see, it's suddenly okay in my mind now. <laughs> Because he's a senile old man. Yeah. women's butts. Yes. Oh. Yes. He's, how old is he? He's like 93 or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he's 93. Yeah. I mean, I saw him for that. They had all the five former presidents up for that 
Yeah. Hurricane relief thing. Yeah. He ain't looking so good. He no. His face is like, like, he has no fucking clue where he yeah. is. I was going to say, I, 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 it's totally, I thought this was during his presidency. David <laughs> Copper, a, a David Copperfield joke. I mean, that is, <laughs> haven't, haven't any of you ever heard, uh, I think it's Patton Oswalt's bit about the, once you read, like, birthdays are meaningless until you reach the age of 90, and then every year after that, you get to ignore one minor law <laughs> for every year that you live. Like, once you turn 90, you can, like, litter in front of a cop and they can't do anything about it. <laughs> And it, you know, goes on from there. And then so, yeah, I figure 93, you, you can grab a little ass in public and make a joke about it. And it's cool. But, of course, some woman came out and, like, I don't know. What, what does she want to do? Throw this this invalid in jail? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> although I heard an opposite joke. I can't remember where they said David Copperfield should run around grabbing women saying, hey, you know who my favorite president is? Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Oh, it would still work. I get it on both levels now. Yeah, it was real go. slow. <laughs> that was a thinker. I was. I'm not allowed to. Sorry, I, ha- I have like an adult humor shield up most of the day. <laughs> so uh, I forget to let it down when I'm with friends. I'm like, ah, I get it. That's doubly funny. Well, that's too bad. I hope that person is okay. I- I'm-, I'm Because of his health and his age, I'm having trouble finding a lot of fault. With what he does, yeah, I think, th- I guess the only thing that I mean, yeah, he's he's an old man. He's not actually harming anybody, but all the, uh, his age and his in- encroaching senility has just removed his filter to, I don't know, being a reasonable human being. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all it is. I guess what we're asking you, Karen, does he get a pass or not? <laughs> uh, no, he apologized and he went ah. Uh, Shit, I shouldn't have done that. So, no, he has to apologize. He doesn't get a pass. He doesn't get to keep doing it. He gets to go, oh, crap, I'm getting senile. I shouldn't do that. Sorry. He's like, should I come up with better material or do I have to stop grabbing the butts? (laughs) It's a bad joke. You should feel bad. (laughs) He needs needs to just go, all right, that's true. I should never do that again. Hey, do you know who my favorite magician is? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That's a good angle. All right, moving back to Trump. So I wanted to to bring this up. The Department of Justice has asked the Supreme Court for a favor. They want to be able to argue on behalf of the Christian baker who refused to make a cake for a same-sex wedding ceremony. The Department of Justice has actually contacted the Supreme Court and asked to speak on the baker's behalf. Wow. Now, if they were to do this, the court would give them 10 minutes of the argument while the Alliance Defending Freedom, which is the religious law firm representing the baker, they would get 20 minutes. So the Department of Justice would have 10 minutes and and the ADF would have 20. Why the fuck does the Department of Justice have anything to do with this? Because Trump is president and he wants to support Pence's uh, hanging of the gays. (laughs) Yeah. But... I mean, legally, is there what? I, I don't understand this. They don't represent the guy. They don't do it. The guy didn't come to the Department of Justice. No. Why I, are they talking for uh, for him? Well, I mean, any, I understand why, but like, what are they saying is the reason? I mean, anybody can do an amicus brief, which is you know, we would like to give you our opinion, kind of thing. This is just another step beyond that of actually standing up. I don't know why they get the right to do it. What fucking country do I live in? <laughs> where this? I mean, this is insane. 
Yeah, why yeah. the department? How the Department of Justice doing this wouldn't be in violation of some pre-existing law? Again, this is another case where isn't there a law to to not have this happen? Why would the Department of Justice get involved? Ah, here we go. So it it doesn't come as any surprise that they would want to protect the First Amendment rights of the country's citizen. So they're claiming if um, the Department of Justice was was arguing on the side of an actual First Amendment case, we wouldn't have an argument with it. So you know, if some uh, they arrested some um, journalist for writing an article. The Department of Justice, we would allow them to get up and say, no, you are abusing this person's First Amendment rights. They're using that same argument to say that they're protecting the First Amendment rights of the baker. And it, being an asshole. And in the case <laughs> of a, somebody, a journalist, actually having that happen, the Department of Justice that's currently in place would never do that. Agreed. Right. But it's it, but the same argument what right, that- What right is, is he we in violation? Is, is anyone in violation Their of- religious freedom. Right. No. The baker's no, religious because that freedom. is completely interpretive. The Bible does not say, mm-hmm. if someone is gay, you may not provide them services. Like, that's, it's, that is so shady. Yeah. But again, it's- But by it, making him bake the cake, you're making him go against his religious beliefs. Right. And because- It's horseshit. But again, <laughs> homosexuals aren't a protected class. So you can't right. say discrimination. It's the whole same argument again. Right. So it's only because they're gay. So right. my religion that doesn't let me bake cakes for Italians, mm-hmm. no, I could be- Italians I, I would still have to bake that cake. Yep. Nonsense. And you can't say, I'm not going to b- bake um, a, a cake for Asian people. Can't do that. Or if you're a Jewish baker and you don't want to bake Nazi cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Nazis aren't protected. Which, that's not a that's not a religion or a race. Right. Mm, I'm sure they'd find some loophole where they could fight that. But either way, what an <laughs> ultimate troll that would be. Hey, let's go down to the Jewish baker and make a baker's cakes. I don't know. I think this goes back to my uh, the Nazi is a political affiliation. It goes back to my whole I can deny to bake a cake for someone who's wearing a Make America Great Again hat. I don't think so, but let's not get to that conversation. <laughs> I don't again. want to start that again, but uh, so well, yeah, go ahead. Didn't you get, or maybe it was Karen, or maybe it was the both of you? What weren't weren't the both of you encouraged to never frequent an establishment again over in New Jersey because you asked them for some non-religious meat that they don't eat? Oh no, 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 <laughs> no, no. No, I made I I went to a, a store down in Cape May for to pick up a Thanksgiving meal and asked and it, I didn't think about it and it it was uh, uh, he he's he's a Muslim Muslim and I and he has turkey and he has you know chicken and he's got no pigs and I said oh do you have ham and he went no we don't have ham I'm like oh right you don't have ham. <laughs> Sorry. He didn't. I know. Oh, okay. He, wow, that is far different than the story that Ian just laid out. Yeah. <laughs> no, he just went, no, we don't have that. I went, oh, right. I'm sorry. I, I get maybe I not remembering it correctly. Maybe the story was relayed to me differently. I don't know. Maybe. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I managed a restaurant that had all Muslims working in the back kitchen, and they still did their job and never refused to cook meals with pig in it. This guy owns the place. He, I understand that, yeah. but again, I mean, could they? Could a Muslim person now go? Well, you can't fire me from this job, but I will never cook anything that has pork in it in this job. Huh? I don't know if you could fire him under those circumstances. I mean, if he, if you were running a pork barbecue place, that's unreasonable, <laughs> right? But I mean, this place served breakfast. That's a lot of bacon. Uh, that's a lot of that's bacon a lot of ham sausage. and omelets. Yeah, you yeah. know, right? Well, because you can't ask him beforehand because that's illegal. Right. Right. One would hope that somebody that didn't want to, you know, touch 
pig products would not go to a breakfast place to cook. I mean, this guy owned the place. He was the cook. He, he ran the whole place. So it, it's reasonable for him to just not have it on his menu. Well, yeah, I have no problem with your story. Yeah. That's, you know, he's, you don't want to sell ham. You don't want to sell ham. <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is is there a line? I think you have but one. now can someone go in there and go, hey, man, my religious right says <laughs> it's Christmas time and I like to serve a fucking ham <laughs> and you won't say Merry Christmas to me or serve me a goddamn ham. <laughs> Why wasn't that on Trump's agenda? We're going to start serving <laughs> ham at all stores now. <laughs> well, that's the whole reason why the religious argument doesn't make any sense. Where does it end? Right. Where do you where do you draw the line at that point? The whole right. the whole thing because- it should be it should be drawn the line at the religious argument. You can have you can be free to have your beliefs, but don't impact other people because of your beliefs. Right, right. Because if you own that restaurant and the guy's like, "Well, I'm only going to cook half the meals here." Because the other half has pork products in it. And you're like, well, I'm going to fire you because now you're only doing half your job. And he's like, yeah, but that trounces my religious rights. I mean, who's right in that situation? I mean, obviously, the guy who owns the place is right. But right. Well, I, I think- <laughs> right. But with this new precedent that they're trying yeah. to set. Well, I, th- I think the, 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 the counter argument is, so don't eat it and wear gloves. Mm. You don't have to touch it. You don't have to eat it. You could do your job still under those circumstances. I don't know. The guys I worked with, they just picked it up and did it. They didn't yeah. have a problem. <laughs> well, they didn't eat it, and they didn't yeah. mind just doing their job. But if it does bother you to touch it, we'll provide you with some gloves. That's not a problem. So I want to move on to uh, to the next issue, Jeff Sessions. This was a – it was kind of related to the, the previous thought in that uh, – the discrimination against gays. Uh, he has made <laughs> the statement now that he never thought that his policies could be used against the gays. Such a fucking liar! Oh my god! He never thought it would arise, but he he then well, I was hoping it would. he then said <laughs> I would give I would give you a written answer to that if you don't mind. So he basically was saying pleading ignorance, and then I'll address that question later once I come up with a better answer. Mm-hmm. I, I find it. Uh, I mean the the level of stuff that they are quote unquote getting away with by just saying what we're just religious freedom. That's what we're all about, and not. Pretending that they're they're not uh, knowing how they're affecting everybody else, and right. s- somehow it's still going on. He's still getting away with it. Well, because he gets backed up by all his buddies. The only people who are willing to call these shitbags out are retiring. Right. Yeah. Well, the only reason they can call them out is because they're retiring. Right. Because of money and politics. Right. It's horrible. But meanwhile, elsewhere in the uh, the cabinet, Betsy DeVos. 72 memos that gave guidance about how schools receive public funding and how they need to implement and follow laws to protect the rights of disabled students have been stricken down. She has rescinded 72 guidance memos about uh, the rights of disabled students. Because <laughs> if there's one thing I cannot stand, it's crippled kids. Yeah. What kind of monster do you have to be? She to do is that. Pure evil in a fucking doofus's body. <laughs> well, she struck them down because they confused her. The rules confused her, so we're just going to do away with all that guidance. Oh. So it, it, it's either stupid or evil. Pick. It's got to be both. Come on. And, and a little of both is the other option, sure. Disabled students. <laughs> yeah. Man. It seems like a gimme, right? Yeah. You would think so. I mean, I can't wait till she speaks out against nuns, orphans, and puppies. <laughs> Those horrible, horrible. He really has picked the worst people <laughs> to do all these jobs. I oh, mean, yeah. each one of them is systematically dis- destructing everything. 
Yes. Just dismantling every little thing that's this. I mean, how could this? And no one's like, you're a horrible fucking person. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. They're In just fairness, like, oh, like so a lot of people are. Last time I saw her, weren't people like joining hands in a human chain yeah. to keep her out of their schools? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Well, but the, then they the, also did it to James Comey. So I, I don't understand what's going on. But <laughs> she has come up a couple of times. I've seen in a couple of articles, the most hate, hated person in the cabinet. Well, I know teachers hate her as well. So she's yeah. got st- students and teachers. I mean, but it, again, she does all the things she's done already. Like there was that one about sexual uh, abuse allegations or rape allegations where she's like, hey, these guys need better uh, defense. You know, yeah. it's a very tricky situation. And isn't that? And everyone's just like, that's eh, old DeVos up to her old tricks again. <laughs> you know, she's just nothing stopping her. Yeah. That's why I keep wanting to bring this up because so many people are like, well, that's the new normal. No, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing I hear the most that makes me want to punch people in the face mm. when I go, oh, my God, did you hear what Donald Trump did today? Or, you know, did you read the news? And they're like, well, he said he was going to do that. So what are you what are you going to do? Fight him? I'm like, that's your fucking answer. <laughs> Just sit back, bend over and take it up your ass because he, that's what he said he was going to do. OK, <sighs> so so go ahead, Betsy. Do whatever you want. <laughs> so along with his cabinet pulling stuff apart, uh, Pruitt. Uh, who is in charge of the Environmental Protection Agency, has uh, now said true in- environmentalism, from my perspective, is using the natural resources that God has blessed us with. Ah! <laughs> okay. True environmentalism is pulling the oil out so that we can use it. Oh, my God. There's a picture of the head of the EPA with a miner's hat <laughs> and miners standing around him. With a Make America Great Again logo on it, yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that part. Yeah. Hey, Ray, you don't have to serve this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he is also, yeah, in that article on Vice, he is also, he's trying to get $2 million more in security, personal security, paid for by the government because of the number of death threats that uh, he is receiving. Oh, Oh, gosh. I wonder why people are trying to, yeah, you know, raping the country. In the world. I saw a the great place interview with live. Sorry. Yeah, I saw a great interview with him, I believe on Fox News, believe it or not, when he <laughs> had rolled back the clean he's they're rolling back the Clean Air mm-hmm. Act. Oh God. And he's like, How is this a fucking good thing? <laughs> like in any way, shape, or form. And like his answer was all jibber jabber and word salad, and the guy's like, You're not answering the question. And uh oh, it's old Pruitt up to his old tricks again, just like DeVos. Well, Let's the, just move on. There is a large component of God will take care of it. We don't need to worry about saving the planet because God will take care of it. But you know he doesn't believe that. Uh, well, no fucking way does he believe we, that. We, we, stole, we started this whole article about the earth was given to mankind as, you know, to use. And why would we not get all the coal out of the ground? Because it's what God provided to us. So, I, don't, I don't believe that he believes that. I believe that's the answer he gave because you know, there's a bunch of shitheads will be like, yeah, that's true. I guess that's true. God did do that. Meanwhile, he's like, give me that money. There was that other report about, like... Some some factory guy or some bullshit guy had a meeting with him. An hour later, he rescinded some law that yeah. was stopping this. I mean, like, it's horseshit. It's all about money. It's not, with this shitbag, it has nothing to do with religion. But I, He's just saying that. But I don't. the thing I don't understand is don't these people have family? Don't they have children? Don't they have relatives that are going to try to live on this planet after they're gone? Don't they're they, rich. I, They'll live in the special domes while the poor people choke to death. I honestly <laughs> believe that's what they have to believe that. <laughs> Well, it's the same thing about the carbon dioxide scrubbers. We don't have to worry about putting carbon in the atmosphere. Eventually, we'll come up with the technology to scrub it all back out again. Yeah. <laughs> Except that you're not educating people and you're forcing religion down their throats. Oh, my God. 
Okay. Where's my science advisor? Where are yeah. those scrubbers? <laughs> like, I don't know about Ray and Ian. Do you believe that he really believes the, the God bit, or is it all about money? I, According to the other article that we've talked about before, he does attend the whatever it was, the Sunday religious whatever at the White <laughs> the, House. Oh, the, uh, yeah, the, the Bible study group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I think it's all about the money. I think I think most of what's going on, again, with the special exceptions being obviously uh, Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. Um, everything right now is just a giant money grab. Okay. But saying that the religious stuff gets the the 35%, you know, to, oh. be, to go, okay, it's not so bad. He's right. Oh, yeah. Right. God will take it. Oh, yeah. 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 I was going to say, saying that stuff, if you're in Alabama, it, it gets you elected to the Senate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't really have an argument against that theory, so. Yeah. So speaking about uh, it all being a money grab, let's get, uh, we don't have a lot of time, but let's talk about uh, what's been going on today. Yeah, the incredible (laughs) wild money grab. (laughs) Mueller has now, uh, Mueller, Mueller, however you pronounce it, (laughs) Mueller has now, uh, the grand jury has put out charges, Uh, Manafort, Paul Manafort has been i don't know detained uh requ- arrested basically arrested. although yeah. no he was arrested yeah he was asked so- to surrender which he did yeah he did and so did uh, gates what's gates's name i forget his first rick. name rick gates who's apparently manafort's right hand man like has Parker. been for years his aide and deputy. So that happened. The two of them were, were taken in and charges brought against them. And the charges are quite significant. Mm-hmm. And extensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of money laundering going on here. Oh, yeah. And to be fair, most of it was money laundering. I yeah, mean, there was pretty much one, all of it. Yeah. Well, the first one was, um, uh, what, what is it when you work together with a group? Not you, foreign agent. Yeah, well, he, he, he was a foreign agent, and most. But he of didn't it, disclose. He didn't disclose that he was a foreign agent. Right. No, but like, you're right. Charges like what one through six, or no, like one was charge number one was like crimes against the United States or something. Right. That's yeah. conspiracy against conspiracy. the United States. Yes. Right. Conspiracy to launder money hmm. and other offenses. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, talk. Yeah. Giant money grab. They moved millions and millions of dollars around tax free. Okay, oh, I heard it was like seventeen million dollars. Or se- yeah, that's oh, right. Se- yeah, seventy-five million dollars. Yeah. It was uh, it was a really uh, lofty amount there. Both very, very greedy. Now, and it is true as far as as of right now, none of this is connection to the Trump campaign, though. Like as far as the charges go. Well, kind of. Those charges are not connected to the Trump campaign. That's true. So the charges involve getting money from Russia, taking the money, putting it in an offshore bank account someplace outside the United States, and then drawing money from that bank account and purchasing real estate in the United States. Mm. Then they would get liens against that property, and they could use that money however they wanted. So right. It was that that's how they laundered the money. That's how they were able to use Russian gain mon- money in, in any way that they wanted. And uh, the one thing that I found very amusing is one of the properties that Manafort held that he had a lien against was in Trump Tower. Yeah. Diabolical. <laughs> now, I that's thought it, a very. I thought they got the money from the Ukraine, though. Well, through Russia. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But through, well, through the Ukraine from Russia, yes. That, 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 at least that's my understanding. Mm-hmm. But then we also have the, right after they went in and they surrendered, Papadopoulos came mm. out. Oh, and this good. guy ties the whole thing together. This guy used to be a foreign consultant to the campaign, a foreign mm-hmm. uh, policy advisor. Foreign advisor, for, yeah. advisor or something. Yeah. 
So, and this was like all throughout the the campaign. He until what July twenty seventh. Yep. He was questioned or arrested. I think that's, that's when, he, when he was arrested. Oh, yep. I thought he got arrested in March. No, he was. He had an FBI interview back on January twenty seventh, and he was arrested in July twenty seventh. But interestingly, January twenty seventh. Do you know what else happened on January twenty seventh? That is the same day that Trump had insisted that Comey come over for dinner and ask him for a loyalty pledge. Same yeah. day. I heard another interesting thing about Papadopoulos. And again, my legalese is not that good, but <laughs> something in the way that his lawyer made the statement led some people to the believe they're like, there's a pretty good chance that he wore a wire for a while. Mm. He was cooperating and with I the was, FBI for months. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He pled guilty. And yeah. in his in his guilty plea, it was, and I promised to work with the government to help them. <laughs> so. Yeah, for sure. That was really, really the Papadopoulos was the most, I would say, if it's not inappropriate, the most exciting part of today because it was it was really the 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 clearest indicator that this is the first big stepping stone down a really clear path. Yeah. <laughs> like, clearly, Men in Black scooped him up months ago. Mm -hmm. No one knew anything about it. They collected and squeezed a lot of good intel from him, enough to uh, tie up Gates and Manafort, who they will inevitably squeeze enough out of them to take down either Kushner or Trump Jr. Mm -hmm. And, uh... But possibly both, and, and then we'll see, you know, where it can go from there. Well, it's interesting, though, because what Papadopoulos lied about, what he, I mean, he was, he was arrested for lying to the FBI. But the things mm -hmm. he lied about were meetings with Russian the Russian agents trying to get in touch with and, and broker meetings between the Trump campaign and the Russians. So he was all about the Russians, but Manafort and other dude, Gates, were Gates. all about money laundering. There wasn't much in their... In what they as were, of right now. As of right now, right. true. Right. The charges right. don't say that, but at the same time, that money right. came from Russia through the Ukraine, through another bank account, into real estate, and then is used. What was it used for? Was yeah. it used to uh, further Russian interests in the election? Yes. So It, it is whether, very likely. Whether saying that the charges right now don't include anything to do with the election is really, I mean, it's mm. technically true. That is true, <laughs> but there are links. Yeah, yeah, there are many links. And right. they're saying and so, this is good. this could go well into 2019. Oh, I hope it doesn't take that long. I'd be okay with well into 2018. Mm. Well, here's the thing: I mean, is like I have to assume because Mueller does not seem like the type of guy to be like, "Well, this is all we got, so just put it out there now, oh, and, no. you know, and move along." <laughs> this is no. just now, there's phase also one. <laughs> maybe maybe you guys can clear up because again, you know, I had a busy day today, so I was just turning on the news here and there. There's some message from Manafort to Papadopoulos was something like we can't we can't it doesn't we can't make people believe that Donald Trump is having these meetings it should be tied to some low level guy correct what what yeah. is the story with that like so that Trump th there was an email to the exactly what you said from Manafort to Papadopoulos that said we don't want to involve DT at this time because that would send out the wrong signal. You need to send somebody lower, somebody Low know, a, lo a lower level person, so that it doesn't send out the wrong signals. And oh. and a couple weeks after that, Carter Page met, went to Russia. Yep. So Carter Page was the one that was picked to go to Russia. Well, that's our theory. Uh, sure, it's a theory. But <laughs> we don't have proof of that. <laughs> seems reasonable. He was right. on the Trump campaign. He was a Trump supporter. He went to Russia. 
And he a went to Russia weeks. shortly after Manafort said, we need to send someone low, lower level to, to Russia. Okay, right. so maybe maybe I had leaped in the chain a little bit. Maybe, maybe these two will give up more Carter Page, and Carter Page will lead to Kushner and Don Jr., and then we will get to the real mastermind, Crooked Hillary and Obama. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best part of this story. Yeah. All, so all day today, I'm flipping through the channels while I'm in the car. Mm. CNN... NBC, MSNBC, you know, all of them. They're all talking about this. They're going over the fine details and this and that. I said, let me click over to Fox and see what they're talking about over there. And I click on the Fox, and I shit you not, this is not a lie. At the moment I clicked over, they are talking about Hillary Clinton, right? And then they go, and then after this, more football players are kneeling during the anthem, breaking news, and they move on. Not a fucking mention about this. And then luckily later, I put it on around like, Six o'clock, and they started talking about it, but they kept laying in there that it, it doesn't connect to Trump. Trump has nothing to do with, you know, all that shit. Yeah. Right. right. What they, what he's already, well, yeah, again, and this saying. also pains me. I can't believe that not only a grown man, but the president of the United States thinks that Twitter <laughs> is an appropriate venue <laughs> to discuss matters of national security over. What the fuck? <laughs> this is your country, Ian. You live in this country. Yeah. Oh, my God. So just to be uh, 100%, something else happened today. Tony Podesta resigns. Mm. He resigned from his position. And he is the brother of, I don't have him, John Podesta, who worked in the Clinton campaign. He was a Clinton campaign chairman. It's likely that Tony Podesta resigned because of Mueller's case, that Tony Podesta is involved somehow in this case. Is he a Republican? I don't know. I don't know if he's a Republican. I don't know if he's a Democrat. Huh. Immediately, it, came, it it went up in all of the right-wing circles that this is, well, there you have it. It's Hillary. Hillary was involved with the Russians. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> even though there's no actual link between them apart from the, the, the fact that they're brothers. Uh, so there's, in any case, that's all over the place yeah, that, no. that Hillary is involved in this. And I found it really amusing because when we were watching CNN and uh, what was that guy's name? Jack? Jack Kingston. Oh, he's the fucking worst. He is an incredible douchebag. Mm-hmm. He can up, he can twist, and he does it with that southern drawl and that smile. Like, come on, guys, don't you know? <laughs> yeah. So they were asking him, you know, about the whole thing, and he's like, "Look, Manafort was barely involved in the campaign." And uh, Gates, we I don't even know who that was. And I was in the campaign. I didn't even know who Gates was. I never heard of uh, Papadopoulos until today. Oh, These were minor people. We don't even know who hired them. So this is really has nothing to do with Trump. And the other guy that they had on was Paul uh, Begala, who worked for the Clinton campaign. And he was an advisor to Clinton while he was in office. He, his response was, you're trying to deny that water is wet. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't they just cut to the audio where Trump's talking about George Papadopoulos? He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, He's a fantastic guy. But he's doing a great job. (laughs) They asked this Paul Begula, well, what would you do? So with the stuff with Podesta, what if there are Democrats involved? Is this something we should worry about? And Paul's response was, I don't care. Are the Democrats involved? Fine. Arrest them. He's like, this is not party before country. No. (laughs) He's like, if there were Democrats involved, I want them arrested, too. And that's the distinct difference between the way the Republicans are working and the way the Democrats work. Right. And it even goes towards, like, the sexual harassment shit with Harvey Weinstein, right? 
Harvey yeah. Weinstein does something bad, and everyone's like, yeah, fucking fry the motherfucker. Except right. unless you're Mickey Rourke. Right? Yeah, well, yeah, right. With very few exceptions, right? yeah. Bill O'Reilly gets accused. The president of the United States says it wasn't true. Right. You he, know, and they paid. all, they rally the fucking wagons around their people. And we're like, no, if he did it, fucking bust him. Bust yeah, him. do yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, Bill O'Reilly paid somebody $32 million to, of hush money. For God's sakes. I th- He's innocent. Only <laughs> <laughs> an innocent person would do that. So yeah, evidently Podesta and his firm—they're being investigated for something to do with the Ukraine. So fuck them. And it's funny that Jack Kingston man—I I saw him. It might have been last night before the actual charges came out, and he's like, "Well, you know, I don't know about Mueller. He's kind of involved in this Uranium One deal. What? Did you guys hear about this Uranium One thing? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I did." It is it the biggest distraction. And let me tell you something. I'm starting to understand. If you only get your news from fucking Fox, yeah. Uranium One is the biggest thing going on right now. And this thing that we're talking about, eh, it's kind of like a minor thing on the side. <laughs> kind of bullshit. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And the Uranium One thing is so convoluted to connect Hillary to it. Oh, It's I, insane. I don't think you even can. It's so ephemeral. The oh, connection. she's like on a board with other people. Russians don't even have the fucking uranium. No. That's the thing. She she wasn't even on a board. The whole thing about the uranium, if you follow Profane Argument on Twitter, I posted a video that explains it very well. There was a, a Republican on who was trying to, to say what, what the deal was and how, how Hillary was involved. And they went through it piece by piece. The uranium, there was a uranium deal. There was a company that sold uranium to Russia. In order to do that, it has to go through a council. The council has nine independent members. Those each member, and she asked, how many members approved of this deal? Not all nine of them did. How many of it would it take for to stop the deal? Any one. If any one of them said, no, we can't do this deal, then it would not have happened. One of those nine members at some point donated to the Clinton campaign. <laughs> That's hmm. the connection. Wow. That's right it. <laughs> She, Hillary was not involved in any way. She didn't put the person on the uh, the board. It was just one of them happens to be a Democrat and gave money to Hillary's campaign. Right. Who and, he, and to be clear, the donator was in no way involved with the company right. that sold or purchased Uranium One. Right. And made no money off of it. Yeah. If you're talking about the interview that someone uh, with the Joy Reid. Yes, that's her. Oh, she busted that woman up so bad. <laughs> She was like, listen, you just told me the only reason we're talking about this is because your agenda is to have us talking about this and it's fake. Hmm. You need to just – and she did. She just <laughs> laid it out. She's like, this is how it went down. This is the facts. And the woman's like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then you the have RNC, the, the dossier RNC thing. just wants – yeah, RNC just wants to change the narrative. Yeah, and then they're trying to say that now Hillary colluded with the Russians because of the, do- the Steele dossier, which I don't even know how you make that fucking connection. <laughs> well, considering a- that it, it was started, the, the dossier was started by the a Republican during the primaries. Right. They started it. it, it they got some information together once Trump was the, the, the candidate. I, I don't know. The DNC helped fund additional opposition well, research no. is what it's called. What happened <laughs> when Trump got the nomination, whoever this guy was, and, and I don't know if that's out yet, who was who did it? No. Who, who started it? Fusion GPS continued to do what they were doing, even though- no, but they were not paying. Didn't have a customer and, yet. Yeah. And Christopher Steele's like, there's something here. And he kept going. And then the then the, then the RNC was like, well, shit, it's opposition research. Let's get in on this. Sure. How is that a connection to the Russians? And how does that make the dossier <laughs> not true now? 
It doesn't. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, I, it, 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 they will it's just feed news. shit out and just be like, well, "This is uh, here's the connection. It's not true. D- d- you figure it out." Well, they just keep falling. They call it. Well, what they're saying is, you know, Hillary paid for the fake news. When all of that quote fake news comes out and is actually true, then maybe we can back some of this up. But holy crap! Considering how many people connected to this guy, mm. Donald Trump have forgotten to mention meeting with Russians, met with Russians, did all this shit, mm. and now this stuff with... I mean, it is so fucking obvious. Oh, yeah. I, I, after his sad tweet attempt at misdirection, <laughs> to then follow it up with a tweet that clearly read, there's 100% collusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, why would, why would he feel the need to tweet out, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, no collusion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you? Did you forget to mention that? <laughs> he, is that legit? Yeah, he is the worst. If you were, <laughs> is the stereo equipment you found in the back of that truck legit? <laughs> His, oh, I mean, seriously, like a, a rational person, your only option in this, guilty or not guilty, is to go. Just keep doing the investigation. It's great, and then in the background, try to fuck it up without saying anything. Right? Oh, he can't this- help himself though. You know, <laughs> it's it's just he might as well just have a big guilty thing painted right seriously. across his fucking face. Even tweet. that, even that dummy from Illinois who's in prison now. The guy with the fake hair who sold Obama's oh, seat. Oh, Bl- Blagovich or whatever his name was. <laughs> oh, that guy. Oh, yeah, Rob Blagojevich. <laughs> yeah. Like, he would just come out and he would be like, he would be like, you know, I'm I'm helping them in every way with this investigation. I'm really excited for a chance to clear my name. <laughs> yep. And then he would, you know, do what he could do in the background, and, which was apparently hang out with Trump on Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad move in hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. This all is so, oh, I hope so overtly criminal. When this is all said and done, I hope they make a statue to Robert Mueller and he's just looking down <laughs> on this thing with this scowl <laughs> on his face. Like, I'm going to get you. Fu- cause let me tell you something. Shaming people. <laughs> the fact that they arrested that Papadopoulos dude in July yeah. and we're only hearing about it now. That's impressive. That shit is airtight going on in there. Yeah. He's got some. I mean, the fact that no journalist has, has got a scoop on this. That's impressive. In Washington, D.C. today. I'm impressed. I mean, you. I kind of secretly hope, I don't know, that there is like certain people like generals and maybe a few politicians who maybe on the outs have to say nice things are like helping this guy in any way possible and be like, just fucking bring him down. Just get him out of here. Mm. You know? Yeah. You got to think there's a couple. So how does he leave office? And I'm going to give two possible options. One, <laughs> that uh, it, an indictment actually comes through or a crime is actually charged and then Congress impeaches or Mueller charges either Kushner or mm. Don Jr. And Donald goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to pardon them. Mm-hmm. And that's when the impeachment happens. Do you think because I'm still going with he steps down before any of that happens. We have a lot of Congress mm-hmm. people saying if uh, pardons start coming out, that's it. We're going oh, to have yeah. to take an action. But I'm surprised that wasn't the first thing you tweeted today. I pardon Paul Manafort. <laughs> <laughs> but are there enough congressmen? Do they have do they have enough to actually impeach him if he does do that? If the public's behind them. Mm. If enough people are like this is horse shit, come on. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know how it's gonna turn. I don't know how it's gonna turn out. I I heard a great quote on a podcast that I listened to where they were talking about how in this scenario where the apocalypse actually fucking happens because of <laughs> Donald Trump or whatever, and the buildings are all coming crashing down and there's smoke and papers flying everywhere, <laughs> Paul Ryan's gonna be walking around in a muttering haste saying, "Gotta stay focused on taxes. Gotta stay focused <laughs> on taxes." <laughs> nice. Wow. I I think that uh, Donald Trump will. 
I don't think he's going to be able to help himself. I think he's going to try to um, if if one of his family gets indicted, he oh yeah, he will he will go to um pardon absolutely part. He he will stay as long as he needs to pardon people. Yeah, well Didn't maybe Don just... Jr. But you think he'd pardon Kush? Oh, for sure, grandbaby daddy. Yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah. How can he look yeah. at those kids though and and not worry about their future as far as like uh, the environment? And he's leaving them a lot of money. So, li- so, bu- bubble. so bubbles, right? Rich people bubbles. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. gonna right. be living in the. All right. Yeah, no, he loves. He's gonna. The, they're coming, and not, and not like what I call the good, fun Obama on his way out. Pardons, like what did you do? You smoked some weed. Not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> like didn't he? Didn't he arbitrarily pardon that criminal sheriff down in Arizona? Yeah. Yes. The, Jesus but, Christmas. Well, actually, we didn't follow up on that story because the follow-up was kind of interesting. So in order to accept a pardon, you have to allocute and say that, yes, you did it. Yeah. And he didn't want to do oh. that. So he went to court to say he didn't have to do that. And the court went, no, yeah, you, you have to allocute. You have to say what you did. <laughs> well, he wasn't even tried yet, was he? No, he was, he was not. He was not convicted. Yeah. yeah, you have to be convicted first before you can get pardoned. Yeah, he kind of jumped the gun on that. But it was, a, it was a PR thing again. Of course, because the next week after that, we were talking about fucking football players. Right. So I think the the one question is, will he resign? No, I don't think he will. I don't think his ego will let him. Only if somebody that he actually respects and trusts says to him, you are fucked. <laughs> like, who you does are he, fucked. You've, who does he respect I don't know. and trust I know there's a, couple, there's a couple of rich guys that claim that, that he'll listen to them. Mm. I don't know. Otherwise, to- he probably, I mean, listen, if nobody says no to you, which is the case, I believe, with him, yeah. he probably thinks he's fucking bulletproof. And, and to some extent, he is. Being the president? Yeah, somewhat he is. Well, I just mean bulletproof in general. I mean, oh. the guy's on tape saying he wants to grab women's pussies, and now he's president. <laughs> That's fucking bulletproof in my mind. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Do we have anything else? We're we're way over, so. <laughs> man. No. <laughs> It could go on for hours on this. Yeah, but. I know. <laughs> well, this, they, they can have an extra long show to enjoy while they're waiting for our show off. Oh, there this is go. true. This yeah. is true. Make it a two-parter. Let's <laughs> <laughs> break it up into Trump news and not Trump news. <laughs> all right. Then that's all we're going to have for this week. If you'd like to contact us and have a comment on the show, leave a message on Facebook.com slash ProfaneArg or tweet at ProfaneArg on the Twitter box. Also, if you've enjoyed the podcast, uh, you can support it by sharing it on social media or leaving reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Also, if you're looking for another podcast, check out the soon-to-be-named network at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com that we are a part of. Uh, you can check out other shows, kind of like-minded individuals. I don't want to, you know, say they're like-minded, meaning they're all atheists. They're not. But uh, a lot of video games, TV shows. They're not? Show. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I don't know that either. So I just don't want to speak for other people. Uh, but I do want to thank you for listening. And until next time, I am Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you.